this is Pastor Nate Ward with Open Door Church, and I wanted to take a moment to welcome you to our podcast. It's my personal prayer that you would be encouraged and encountered by the Holy Spirit and challenged by His Word. May the Lord bless you and stir faith as you listen to this week's message. Hey guys, most of you know me. Um, my name's Kelsey. I have uh, lived here my whole life, minus like six months when I thought it was cool to leave. But um, so I, I grew up here. This is actually where I did children's church with my grandma. And um, I, I grew up in the church. I grew up knowing the Lord. And I grew up with a family who believed in the power of prayer and the power of um, in Jesus. And... Um, I'm not the most best at public speaking, so bear with me. But um, so I'm going to start off and try to be in order from when I was a kid up, and it's not going to be exact. So if you don't know what's going on, please just stop me because I'll I'll, uh, say it a little differently. But basically, I grew up in the church, and um, I grew up believing, and I... um, Growing up, I actually don't remember most of my childhood. When I was a kid, I um, got hurt by a family member. um, And he, uh, actually, I get to live with him now. We are really great friends, and the Lord has really healed that relationship. But um, because of that, I don't remember a lot of of life. I tend to oppress memories that are really hurtful, like most people. And so um, I did a lot of sports. I... um, I did a lot of 4-H, and I did a lot of family. Um, I did a lot of church until I got into sports, and that's when I kind of made Sunday a family day. And um, we would we would stay home, and we would be able to just bond together by building fence, which is horrendous, but um, <laughs> we, would, we would ride horses or go fishing. And so um, growing up around Colorado, I didn't hike, but I know a lot of the trails because we'd do horseback riding. Um, and uh, and so growing up, I got into around junior high, like most junior high kids, I think, have a really hard time um, trying to fit in and figure out who you are and what you want to do. And um, I, I was rejected a lot as a kid um, by, by my friends, by my, my older brother, um, even a little bit by my parents. And I really struggled with who I was. I was very insecure and very um, self-conscious in a bad way. Like, I would notice the things I was doing, um, and I would let lies fill my head. And so um, right before my freshman year of high school is kind of where my story really starts, like for me. Um, My cousin was living with us, and he actually died in a drunk driving accident. Um, And I became very depressed. I became very suicidal. Um, I maintained grades, and I did 4-H, and I had sports, and um, I knew how to put on a mask. I knew how to do what was right and please people. Um, but, But God knew better, and he placed the teacher in my life. And that teacher to this day continues to tell me of my worth, continues to encourage me. Um, I get to see him at the beginning of every year, and he always encourages me to to continue to live life. And so 
Um, spoiler alert, I didn't kill myself. I'm here today. Like, um, yeah, whoo. Thank you, Jesus. Um, thank you for, for random teachers who, um, random people who come into your life and make an impact. And so um, going through high school, my sophomore year, I don't remember only but a handful of memories. Um, I became very suicidal, and that's when the spirit of suicide came upon my life. And I, um, because of Jesus, I have those memories. Um, but junior year, I, uh, I really struggled with trying to keep up with knowing God. It was hard. You know, some people think that when you have an encounter with the Lord that you just, everything's changed and fixed, but it's not usually. Usually you have to keep um, pursuing him every day. You have to say yes, and you have to keep um, asking for, for the Holy Spirit to lead you. And I didn't, I didn't really know anything about God in high school. Um, I just knew that, that he loved me and he wanted me to live. Um, but um, so I, I really struggled with, um, with drugs and I struggled with alcohol as I went into college. And, um, and I struggled with the opposite sex. You know, it was really hard to, um, to continue to love Jesus and do the right thing and go to college. But um, God was with me every step of the way. There are many times that I've been able to look back and see where I should have probably died or be in jail. Like I should have um, been in some pretty bad situations. But because God was leading my life and guiding me, I, um, I didn't. I didn't end up in those. I ended up quitting college and I moved home and um, I, I tried to seek after God's own heart. I, I came clean with my mom. I really struggled growing up um, being a liar. I could say a lie and make you believe it in an instant. And, um, and I really had a hard heart. Uh, I didn't know how to let people in. I didn't know how to hug. Um, that even took years after I came home to let people hug me. But um, I'm not saying come up and hug me all the time. But <laughs> I, I don't mind hugs anymore. Um, so... So I came home to get a fresh start, and I came home to really learn more about who God was, and um, that's about the time that I started trying to figure out what I was supposed to do with my life. Do I stay here? Do I get a job? Do I go to college or move? And so I ended up moving to Florida for six months. Uh, I probably should not have left. I thought I was stuck here, um, when in all reality, I was called to Pagosa, and that is why I'm still here. Um, so I moved to Florida. I learned what it's like to seek God and ask, knowing that you'll receive. He provided food. He provided um, housing. He provided money. Um, he provided families that just really poured into my life. But I really still didn't know. I didn't have self-control. And I really struggled with drinking. So I moved home. And um, this, was, this was probably when I was like 19. Um, so I moved home, and um, I tried really hard to still seek after God because I, something within me always knew that if I turned back to God, I would always find a way to have his way and not just my own. He would always guide me into the path that, that I was sp supposed to be directed into, but I, I didn't know how to do that. I was young. I didn't have a lot of um, information about living, and I kept drinking. Um, and so this is when I had had my last miscarriage, and um, years before that in college, I found out I had over a dozen miscarriages, and 
Um, this is when I, I solely was like, I'm going to live my life for God. I don't care what it takes. Um, like we sang earlier, like I'm, I'm all in, you know, I'm, I'm running after Jesus, no turning back because he's worth it. And, um, I asked God for gifts of the spirit. I was like, please, please pour into me. Help me, help me to not just say yes, but to live a life after you and be able to show others more about you. And, um, the first gift he gave me was discerning in spirits. And, um, and so that is something that, that is very, a very big part in my family. We have a lot of spiritual bondage and a lot of, a lot of issues that I, um, I to this day have to still continue to deal with. But God has always led me through it. He's always provided protection and provision and um, has given me all authority. And so... Um, lost my spot. <laughs> um, and so I, um, I started seeking after the Lord. I started uh, church hopping because, you know, I, I kind of tried to quit drinking, and so bar hopping wasn't really a thing anymore. So I would go from church to church hoping that I would find the right place for me and the right fitting and the right people to pour into my life. And um, I found out more of what I liked. And the more I liked it, the more I couldn't really have it. I had to wait for God's timing. Um, and that's where Daniel McLean comes into my life and says, Kelsey, you've got to pick a church. You can't go from church to church. You need to have like a home base where you are fully um, just serving that church and pouring into them and in a fellowship. It's, it's more than just coming to a building and singing songs and, and hearing a message. It's, it's a family that you come to and so um, I said, yes, okay, I know what church I want to go to, and that was this church. Um, I actually prayed over it for a year, and I asked God for an open door, and I prayed, and I prayed, and finally he gave me the open door, and, um, and that's kind of where these next, like, two years fall into place. I uh, started attending open church, uh, open door church, and then I really felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to do children's ministry. Now, let me tell you something. Um, before that, I took an evangelism course, and I have a heart to, to minister to the broken, to the hurt. I have a heart for people who are confused and lost. And I told the Lord, you're crazy. I will never teach children's church. That is not my calling. That's my grandma's calling. Like, I know my calling. I know what I'm supposed to do. And he's like, yeah. You, you should do this. And um, I don't regret it one bit. It has been the most amazing journey of being here. It's, um, it's like next February, I believe, that it'll be two years of teaching kids and really letting the Holy Spirit teach me. Um, I've learned more about how to meditate on Scripture, on how to hear the Holy Spirit talk to me and guide me, um, how how to help kids understand what the Bible means, which, let's be honest, sometimes us adults don't even know what it means. And it's really nice to, like, to simplify, in a sense, to take these big words and actually try to understand what it means. And so um, I, that kind of gets us up to, to a summer of go. Um, after doing the evangelism course, we did this thing called uh, base camp where we I went to Mobile, Alabama, and 
Um, we spent time just like really fellowshipping with the Lord and with each other and um, and praising and then going out on the streets and sharing the gospel. Well, they have this thing called the restaurant challenge, which I'm all challenging you to now because that's what I was challenged to. And it's terrifying, but it's totally worth it. It's where you get up in a restaurant and you have to share the gospel and the love of Jesus with people. And um, it is not the only way to evangelize. It's actually not my way. I love to buy people coffee and get to know them and um, be real because life's messy and life is hard and challenging. And even when you love the Lord, you can still fall into temptation and still struggle with things. And, um, and so um, during this time of, um, of growing, I've... I've let God be able to, he's healed me in so many areas with family members, with addictions from drugs, alcohol, pornography, like so many things have been taken off my life because um, God is a good God who's loving and he desires for us to not sit where we're at and settle, but he desires for us to walk forward and to continue to to seek after his truth and um and so that brings us to the summer, which was a crazy, uh, crazy summer. It's probably been the hardest season of my life. And um, I don't remember much of June. I think it was fun. Uh, it's my birth month. And so I treated myself a lot to a lot of things with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> July hit, and uh, I realized I needed to spend more time with family. Um, and so I really... I really took the time to spend time with my grandma um, in August. She passed away, and oh, sorry. Um, if you have family members that you fight with, and I don't mean like bicker, I don't mean disagree, but I mean like full on like yelling at each other, don't want to speak to each other afterwards. Because that's my, when my grandma and I fought, we fought. And I, I was not slow to anger. <laughs> I gave it to her. Um, and she gave it back. But we were always very quick to forgive. And it's, if you have family members right now that you're fighting with, um, I want to encourage you to forgive them. Because it's going to be worth it. Um, in the long run, and so, um, I, what can I say, um, my grandma, uh, was probably the closest person to me in my family that loved Jesus, um, and now that she's gone, I'm a better person, it's been hard, I'm not gonna lie, it's been a very, um, challenging season, but I know that everything within uh, my grandma's death was God's timing. It was very divine, very anointed, and um, was exactly where she'd want to be is in heaven, and so um, because of that, I've been surrounded by friends who have encouraged me, who has lifted me up, um, who tells me to get out of my house and, and do things, and um, because of that, God has has helped me to to learn how to worship him more, um, to to take risks because life is short and 
Um, so I'm learning the keyboards and I am not worshiping on stage yet, but um, <laughs> I, I'm taking risks and doing new things and um, I, I'm, I'm learning what it's like to love the Father more because of the, the hard seasons that are challenging. And um, so, so that leads me up to where I am now. There are probably some other things um, here that I have not shared, but um, I think the biggest thing is there are some people in this room that are struggling right now, that are really being challenged by the Lord. And I'm not like, you know who you are. You know that you're going through things. <laughs> and um, there are things that you're going through that you haven't told anybody about because maybe you're afraid of what people will think of you or maybe you're afraid to actually admit that you're going through it. Um, and, and whether it is necessarily defined as sin in the Bible or it's just something that you struggle with and you're, you're not speaking about or you're, 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 you're just going through, I, I want to encourage you. I'm actually... Um, going to give you the opportunity to to confess that before the Lord tonight and um, to really like lay that down because whatever you're going through nothing can keep you from the love of the father nothing can keep you from healing uh, you can keep yourself from healing you can keep yourself from from finding the father's love you can have a hardened heart but tonight like like Adam would say is let's soften our hearts guys let's Let's give ourselves the opportunity to, um, to know the Father's love more, to have a deeper, intimate relationship, and to open up to somebody that you can trust here tonight um, because nothing here is too big for our Father. Nothing surprises Him. And so um, we're, we're going to turn on some, some worship music, and um, I'm going to be up here. And I'll be praying if you want prayer. I'm probably going to lay your ha hands on you if, if you're up here at the altar. But um, I want to I, I give you the opportunity to be bold. Don't be afraid of what your friends are going to think of you. Don't be afraid of what Pastor Nate or I or, you know, or Tyler is going to think of you right now. Come. I want to challenge you. Don't hold yourself back because it's, it's worth surrendering everything. It's worth asking God to push you through the hard times. Thank you for listening to this week's message. Our ministry is made possible entirely by the faithful generosity of people just like you. If you were blessed by this message and would like to partner with what the Lord is doing in Pagosa Springs, visit us online at www.opendoorpagosa.com. Here you can give, see our service times, and stay connected with Open Door Church. We hope to see you soon.